Average Joe's MMA show fans, welcome once again to the Not A Podcast podcast where it's everything and nothing all together wrapped into one little ball for your enjoyment and pleasure. David Van Boglen, Ryan Dempsey, and our usual host taking it back to me because this is my baby, Jeff Shanahan. Joining us today, boys, how are we feeling on a Sunday afternoon? It's uh, It's been a hazy weekend. Yeah, that sounds fun, actually. It's been a hazy, lazy weekend, man. <laughs> After is... the week you had, you deserve that, right? Oh, bro, I've I've done as fucking little as possible and just been in a stupor, hanging out, watching shit on TV, and just kind of letting my body recuperate. Just enjoying the fuck out of that new TV, eh? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep, I'm, uh, I've actually got, for some reason, I'm watching Superman Returns right now, and I'm trying to figure out why. <laughs> I don't know why. Because, <laughs> what the hell? It's, it was on. I'm yeah, plugging. exactly. Why not? Why not? You like Superman. Yeah, Superman Returns is a pile of shit, though. <laughs> I will be the first one to admit that that movie was terrible. Poor Brandon Ralph. But <clears throat> that movie was absolute shit. Yeah, that didn't really do the uh, Superman very, uh, very well in the in the box office. Nah, only thing good about it was like uh, Spacey. I thought Spacey was a good Luther. Yeah, yeah, I uh, guess so. I was mad at that one. I suppose he was pretty good Luther. I mean, he's got he had uh, he can be maniacal. He can be uh, a, a comedy type uh, evil genius but uh, evil as well not too you know too uh too much of a how slapstick he, humor like house of cards like how he plays the president there in house of cards is like oh yeah like he's like dirty but like you kind of cheer him on but you don't know why and you want to get stopped but it's you don't like yeah you kind of uh you kind of root for uh, Frank in that show, but it's, but you know he's a dirty motherfucker. Yeah, never watched exactly. it. It's pretty never good. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's 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 pretty solid. Yeah, it's not great, but I mean it's 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 good. It's I've good. I've heard good things. I yeah. just haven't haven't put the time in to sit down with it, and now it's just like further and further into it, more seasons and stuff. So I'm just like. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Like when you get like when you see like season six is coming out or oh, season seven of, a bitch. Uh, of anything. Whenever you see like yeah, oh, okay. I really everyone tells me to watch it, but like how deep do I want to go? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you watch something as it's on, and you might like the first couple of seasons, but then you just you can quit on it after a while. When you're binging something, you don't know how deep you're gonna get before you actually realize you don't like it, but you've just been watching it because. That's what happened with me with uh, Walking Dead. I kept watching it for a while just because, and then right. uh, and then I was like, "This no, I don't. I, don't, I need to stop watching yeah. this." I, yeah, I made it to like season four with that, and I was like, "Dude, this yeah. is this is just the same thing I over made it and too. over." <laughs> I made it to like season four and a half or something, but I didn't start on it. I I started on it a little bit late. I didn't get into it until like. Before season three started, so yeah, like yeah, yeah. Two. Oh, me too, me too. I do nothing. I didn't really know anything about it other than people were talking about it, and it was about zombies. But I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, yeah, I couldn't I really either. You know, I couldn't care less. But my my uh, my sister, Rich, 
my sister and Rich Cerritos, my brother-in-law, they watched it all the time. And I went for a visit over there. And it was like, I don't know, season two or <laughs> middle of season two or something. And and uh, they turned it on because they're religious watchers. And I this is the first time I've ever seen one. I was like, oh, cool, it's zombies. Oh, okay, they're killing people. Right. So they're watching it. So I thought, well, maybe I'll catch up and you know we can watch it together next. I was spending two weeks out there. So I thought I can binge watch it for one week and catch up for the next week. And I just did that. And I binge watched a couple weeks, uh, a couple seasons, and then watched for another season or so. And I'm like, fuck, I can't, I can't bring myself to watch it anymore. I still down. Right. I still I still have access to you know have access to the the entire series, but right. I don't. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, basically, how I was like I caught it. I think like probably around three ish was when I started, and I watched one season. And I was like, yeah, this is pretty good, and then it was the ending of the first season. I was just like, well, that's kind of lame. And season two just couldn't grab my attention, and I just walked away from it. I'm like, there are things to do. Yeah, I yep. started, like, was over at a buddy's house, and he was watching, like, binge-watching season two, getting ready for three or something like that. And uh, I started watching it, got into it, then went back and watched the whole first season and stuff and caught up and then stayed current. We'd watch it together for season three and then like i think it was like halfway through four or maybe it was getting into five i don't remember one of them but i was just like oh, i'm done i don't think i need this anymore right but the good news it's only a couple months before game of thrones uh yeah that's short enough first started <laughs> yeah you haven't watched game of thrones yet ryan I watched the first episode, and it just, I don't know, did nothing for me. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. It's just not, it's just not my thing. I mean, I, I hear people talk about it all the time, and you like it, awesome, but to me, it's just not, not my cup of tea. Wow. It's... I know some other, I know some people that just yeah. can't get into it. Yeah, I do too. It's, uh... It's it really my the the reason I have HBO Go. It's uh, yeah, me too. It's the one show that I'll I'll watch on a weekly basis. Otherwise, I I don't. I wait for it to finish the season. Then I binge binge watch the season for everything okay. else. Literally everything else. This one I'll watch every Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, uh, me too. Religiously, it's uh. Um, when I first watched, when I watched the first episode, I was I was hooked instantly. I was, Jesus, this is crazy! I ordered, I got the books on my Kindle, and I binge read them, and then uh, nice. I was I was enthralled with them. Uh, I have the audio books too. If you guys want to ever want to listen to the books, I came uh, I came late, like not late late, but it was like into season two, it was two or three, was when I first got into the show went back and started watching all of it before the, the third season I think started and then uh, I have, have stayed up with it since then but yeah I'm not I don't know I'm pissed off that they they started so late and that it's only going to be a six season episode or six yeah. episode season yeah it's, one's a bullshit. six and one's a seven right so far yeah next next season's a seven and then that's it and that's all 
as of right now, oh, the, we the never... series is done. They're saying, or yeah, yeah, after next year, oh, okay. thirteen more episodes total. Because he's still putting up books, though, right? So I mean, they can oh, still maybe like bring it back in a couple of years' time, kind of deal. Or he's so far behind in in writing books right now that the entire last season has nothing to do with any of his writing. This is last season was all writers oh, from really? HBO. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow, I didn't know that. So. And last season yep. was good, so mm-hmm. the writers did a fantastic job of taking uh, taking his direction or his influence. Or I don't know how much um, input he gave them going forward on what his plans were or what he had uh, anticipated for this character or that character. I assume quite a bit, but even still, they're going on the next couple seasons, even though they're shortened, under um, the same thing. No... No material from him, just the writing their own material. So, I will say um, that they do a really, really good job with the graphics on that show. Like the graphics, the costumes, the sets, and all that kind of stuff, always looks awesome. Like it's always on point. Um, seeing like stills and seeing trailers makes me want to try to get back into it. Like, just give it another shot. But and the dragons are huge now. Yeah, that's yeah. I just saw that picture of um, what's her face there from Terminator uh, oh, yeah. Genesis. Khaleesi and Drogon, the yes. dragon. Oof. Yeah, I just saw the picture of her with that massive dragon. Like that, that was pretty badass. That's I, I got awesome. That. Uh, it's, well, yeah, it, two, both uh, her and Lena Headley were in um, Terminator shit because she was in the Sarah uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles, wasn't she? I'm pretty sure she played Sarah Connor. She was in one of them. I know she was in part of the Terminators. Uh, one of yeah, the Terminators. Was, wasn't she in the TV series? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, what, I never uh, watched yeah. the series. Yeah, I didn't either. But yeah. I know she was a part of it. And I will tell you here in a second. The wonderful world of the internet. Yeah, baby. Uh, Imagine. Right. Do you remember what we used to do without that thing? Yep, she was Sarah yeah, Connor. Yeah, Playboys at the store. I used to have to go in and steal Easy Riders and Playboys from my dad's <laughs> my dad's bin when I was like nine years old. That was that he stuck out in the small garage, the secondary garage that we have here off the side of the house. And I used to have to take them and hide and hide them in my little fort that was about a quarter mile into the woods and into. Uh, like Ziploc baggies, so nothing happened to them. <laughs> we had... reminded me of like those old, like, uh, when kids would get the comic books, and they'd, uh, like, on the Simpsons kind of deal, where the guy would, like, the comic book guy would, like, open it with tweezers, take yeah. it out, so there's fingerprints, turn a page delicately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had, we had my friend David Smith's garage, where his dad had coolers, just coolers full of smut. Awesome. Yeah, like everything. Every kind of fucking magazine you could think of, he had. Dude, you help so, yourselves to a, a an image or three. It was a cornucopia of fucking... <laughs> it was a of porn. It was. I mean, it was just like, you know... Yeah, you had your Playboy, your Hustler, your Penthouse, and then you had, like, your filthy shit, and your B-level fucking bullshit, and stuff you buy at, like, uh, 
cheap gas stations and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. right. But it was just coolers full of it, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. He was preserving his porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> preserving his porn. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Smith, for fucking providing uh, all that shit. For all you've done for us. He's listening back and he's like, God damn it, that's why those pages were stuck together. Nah, I didn't give them back. Never. (laughs) Those were mine after that. Right. He's not going to miss a few of them, so we would just take a couple. Sometimes, you know. It's not like you would be. What's that? And then everyone's happy, right? Yes. Fuck, man, when you're that age, when you're like 12 or something, you don't even need the whole book. You just take one picture out. And fold it up and put it in your wallet. And when you need a little boost, you pull one picture out and you, you got your booster. Vision. You can see. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> Smut peddling. Oh. You got to something. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, so yeah, smut yeah. peddling. We are off the rails already. So I was going to say, I'm surprised that we've made it this far and no one's mentioned sandblasting, but we've gone a different direction that's almost on the same level. Yeah, we're into smut peddling now. <laughs> we've, we've evolved. Can I tell you the good word about smut peddling? <laughs> There's the next meme from Blake. Yep. <laughs> I got to... Uh... I gotta learn how to use Photoshop like he does to uh, get the faces and replant them. He's all over that shit. Oh, he is. He is. I never took the time to learn that fucking that Photoshop. So I just uh, I had to sit down one night and I got open up those how-to tutorials that they got all over YouTube because yes, the internet's awesome and it can teach you stuff for free if you would take advantage of it instead of smut, uh, peddling smut all day. You could actually learn some stuff from the internet. So I got to sit down with that, those tutorials and those how-tos and those teach-me guides on Photoshop and just learn how to do some of this stuff because I would love to throw some of those back at them. I think it would be so much fun to throw those back at them. Just me, just me back and forth? Mm-hmm. Why not? Why oh, not, right? Right. Might as well. I think it would be fun. I think it would be a riot. <laughs> Some of the ones that he was throwing out there also uh, in like the comments section was pretty fucking good. They're so hilarious. Like, teaches and shit. Like that. Yeah, they're freaking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, I'd be dying the other night. Like, I'm just sitting there, <laughs> going through some of those things. Like, oh my fucking god! Kyle had some good ones too. He man. does. Like, they were both. They were both really good. Him too, the Dude. fucking freak. Speaking of Kyle, have you guys listened to Kyle's interview with that bodybuilder that challenged Cody Garbrandt? It's in my save list. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, my God. Get, do yourself a fucking favor yep. and take the 25 minutes and listen to it because it, it's great. It starts off so, like, really good. And then that guy just loses his shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, man. Hold on. I'm gonna, I have uh, two folders for podcasts. One is... Uh, one's, one's, one's to watch and one's. I'm gonna put them at the top of the to watch list real quick. Yeah, dude, that one is so worth it. Still haven't watched that one yet. There we go. 
So this this guy, like a little background on him, because Kyle didn't really mention it much, but like this dude, I I, I first heard about him during the whole uh, Christy Mac War Machine trial. All right. Like yeah. he he was like team the, War Machine. Of War Machine. What's that? I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. See the friend of War Machine. Yes. I oh, hate. Okay. Okay. I do know this guy. Okay. I hate him yes. already. I hate yes. him already. He said some pretty fucked up shit to Christy and stuff like that afterwards and whatever. So, like, that's where I thought I knew who that dude was, and I started seeing his name up when Kyle was posting the interview. And uh, <clears throat> so I asked Kyle about it. But, like, it's the only interview that dude's done. And he got so mad, he's like, I'm not doing any more fucking podcasts until it's Ariel Hawani. Like, the guy has lost his goddamn mind. But, like, kudos to Kyle for... Oh, I'm gonna listen to that when we're done here. Yeah, dude, it was going like it was blowing up on Twitter. Like the guy flipped his shit on Twitter too. (laughs) I seen it. I seen it it, when I looked at it. He had just posted it, and it already had like hundreds of views or hundreds of listens on SoundCloud, which is yeah, as we know, is listening directly from SoundCloud is not where you get the bulk of your listens. It's it's like uh, iTunes and Google Play and shit like that. Right. And he had a shit ton of them directly from SoundCloud. I was like, ooh, this fucker's blowing up. So I added it over to my my, prior, my priority to listen uh, folder uh, uh, section. And I was just working working through. I just got done with Rogan uh, doing that one with Robert Sapolsky last night. Where I don't remember where they were. They weren't in the office. They were in some, I don't know, some back room with some building somewhere i don't remember where they were but i was just i was working through them and uh was that the, uh, was that the store i think so yes it was at the store yeah probably one of the ones he's done yeah yep. i haven't listened to rogan in a while man like i've pretty much been i haven't even listened to uncle joey in a while either it's all been mma ones <clears throat> yeah it's right like, like that's my entire the the little bits of, like even like this week I barely got to listen to podcasts I was just so busy at work running in and out right. of shit and trying to fix shit so I've been trying to play catch up for the last few days. But I listened yes. to the uh, Jordan Peterson episode I uh, <clears throat> of uh, of Rogan I always uh, check that guy out because that guy got into a lot of trouble in my neck of the woods here at University of Toronto not that long ago. Okay. Uh, because he accidentally referred to a girl as she or as her, and that's frowned upon because you have to refer to them in gender-neutral oh, terms, I guess. Fuck you say. Jesus yeah, I actually, I had a customer come into the cafe yesterday. He's a, he's a professor at the University of Guelph, and he was telling me that he just did a full-day seminar on what to say to people instead of saying he, she, him, her, and all that kind of stuff. Like, right. Like I, I had said something like his, his, I went to give his daughter the change and she like went to uh, put it in. We have like, we work on the honor system. So you take whatever you want. You just drop your money in this box. So I gave his daughter the change that he had paid with and she put it in the box. I'm like, Oh, that's just spending your money already. Like, a like, a, like, a, like you know, she's, she's learning young, uh, to, like how women are like something stupid like that. And he goes, oh, no, I, I, I can't get into that habit. What habit? It was saying she and her and habits of women and men. What the fuck are you talking about? It's a joke. Like, obviously, she's three. Like, I know, obviously, it's a joke. 
He's like, nope, I just had this. Yeah, like I said, he, I, I had a seminar. I can't use this pronoun, that pronoun. And this Jordan Peterson guy, he got nailed pretty hard. He's been fighting like the University of Toronto and like the universities across Canada uh, so that people can actually be allowed to use gender terms without being called sexist. Like, like this is such a fucked situation. God <laughs> damn, dude. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to survive in the future. Like, just think about it. Like, <clears throat> if, if you see someone in the street and you say, oh, look at that guy over there, and it turns out that he's transitioning from a man to a woman, in today's society, you would be called a bigot in some, in some sense of the word because you're not respecting what that person's doing, even though you're saying it with no malice intent. Yep. Fuck, man. I'm taking. I, I I I like the Joe Rogan approach. What do you got between your legs? That's what I'm calling you. Yep, that's it. That's it. Exactly it. None of this thing where you gotta call someone Zim and Zer and Zer. Like those ain't like, words. Why, why are you making up words? Are you a man or a woman? Zim isn't a word. Zer isn't a word. No, I identify as a man. Then I'm gonna call you him. Why nope. is that such a bad thing to do? Like, what, what, is the, what is the what is a zim? It's not quite a him. It's not quite a her. But if you get them drunk, watch out. Oh. Uh, I don't like the future anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Ryan, I just Star Wars. I've never liked the future. Uh, I used to want to have the future with like super fast internet access and you know. More MMA Good, fights and and, and uh, more pizza and stuff. No, now it's just more fucking now gender identifications. And Zim more, and Zer. More bullshit. Oh, this all started by the Kardashians. Thank you very much once again for ruining society. Ugh, yep. Uh, like, like the Sheik said, fuck that penguin ass bitch. Hey. <laughs> Sheiky baby, I love me some Sheiky. That's what you need in the world. You need the Sheik to just be like the supreme ruler and like, like, just let him let him decide what is correct and incorrect to say. Oh, everyone will be fine then. There'll be no problems. None. Because he doesn't or give, he don't give a fuck. So can't solve. Him. <laughs> he'll he'll just break your back and make you humble. What kind of pearls of wisdom has the sheep dropped lately? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 find out what Sheik has to say about this. With them through Jeff's uh, retweets, they always make my mornings. Uh, no jabronis allowed. Hashtag Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> no, no jabronis on, on, on okay on Memorial Day. That's that's cool. Um. Oh, I like his pinned yeah. tweet for Brock Lesnar. Eat, sleep, go fuck yourself, repeat. Yep. <laughs> I love yeah. that one. Uh, Bob Dylan, Iron Sheik, same people. It's never too late to say go fuck yourself. Hashtag Wednesday Wisdom. <clears throat> fuck the Wednesday, yeah. Actually, that's a good one. You know, Bob Dylan and, and the Sheik, have you guys ever seen them both at the same place at the same time? No. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, 
What movie better, Top Gun 2, or Let Me Break Your Fucking Neck, Jabroni 4? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's awesome. And the winner winner is, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Um... (laughs) This was like the other night, apparently during the Cleveland-Boston game. Boston looked like the Boston Crab tonight. I love you, Sheik, so much. Yeah. In perpetuity, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you and fuck your life, Wednesday Wisdom. Oh. <laughs> I've got a tip. Go fuck yourself. Step one, go fuck yourself. This is great. Yeah. Between... This- between the Sheik, Nihilist Arby's, and Broken Pizza Hut, that that's the funniest shit that I read on Twitter. <laughs> Arby, here's Nihilist Arby's take on the man romper. Oh, Here boy. Arby's, we're fine with the man romper because who fucking cares if you have to get totally naked in order to take a piss? Not Arby's. Eat Arby's. Eat Arby's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> This was on Mother's Day. What's long, black, and brutally fucks your mom? The eternal terrifying non-sentience associated with mortality. This Mother's Day, eat Arby's. Eat Arby's. <laughs> it, uh, it, always, it just always ends with eat Arby's. Make sure that you eat Arby's, yeah. Or enjoy, or enjoy Arby's, whatever. Okay, gotcha. They're the best. Nihilist Arby's, Broken Pizza Hut, Iron Sheik. If you're not following them on Twitter... Go fuck yourself. How could you not follow at least the Sheik? How could you or not? If or if you're not following me because I retweet all that shit, go fuck yourself. Step one, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I provide for Ryan's entertainment. Oh, Ryan, you still with us? Did he go fuck himself? We're going to add him back to the call. He must have dropped out. Damn it, Dempsey. He already muted himself. We did. Ah. Oh, there he is. Did we lose you or did you mute yourself? Uh, I don't know what happened, but I, I probably did something. I, I got a lot going on right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's trying to... He's trying to cook for, uh, you got family over or something, or just uh, just you and the wife yeah, and the kids? Uh, yeah, my sister-in-law's up for the weekend. We're uh-huh. doing, like, she couldn't make it up last weekend for Carlos' birthday, so she's up this weekend. We're doing a second celebration, and you know, when I got company, I have to go overboard in my cooking and all that. So. Oh, yeah. People get. Fun fact, 10 years ago today, Roger Huerta became the first UFC fighter in history to grace the cover of Sports Illustrated. Really? Okay. Yeah. May 28th, 2007. That's right before fucking Huerta just, his career went to shit. I don't know what the hell happened to Roger Huerta. I don't know either, dude. But he was, dude, he was, he had so much promise. It was such an exciting fighter. 
But you know, but I mean, you know the story though of what happened though, right? With him. Uh, refresh my memory. Fill us in, Ryan. After he got onto the cover, he tried to become the what? Well, eight years too early, Conor McGregor, Ronda Rousey. And he started demanding, oh, I should get higher pay. I've been on Sports Illustrated. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm going to become the face of the promotion. So the UFC said, all right, well, we're going to give you all the fights, so we're not going to book you. And they just kind of left him on the sideline for a while. And when he came back, I want to say it was right before season 10 of the Ultimate Fighter, he was given um, Gray Maynard. So he hadn't, hadn't done anything for... A few years, and then they threw him up against Gray Maynard, and he just got beat. They just destroyed by Maynard, and UFC said, "Well, see, that's what happens. You know, when you mess with us, we're going to give you the toughest guys after no rest." And then they released him, or they maybe have one more fight. They released him, and then that was it. Like he just never. They basically said, "No one's bigger than UFC," and just sent him packing. But then, it's t- even after that, his career just continued into the toilet. More hype than substance. Too big for his britches. Yeah. What, like, he just he just thought he was the biggest thing ever. Like and just got into his own head. Hey, speaking of a guy that uh, possibly could be the same, moving over to Bellator's big country. How's he gonna fare over there? Good, bad. He'll be okay because be of the heavyweight divisions pretty much shit there but and he's got that power you've seen what happens like um when UFC guys go to Bellator UFC aside from Alvarez they have like I think they struggle more but I think he'll probably he'll be fine he'll get his wins well they'll both you know him and Mitrione can fight after the if Mitrione beats Fedor they can run it back there's no 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 check goes over there. I mean, there's some fights for him, but he'll be better off. The competition's not as even as not great as the UFC's heavyweight division is. The competition there there aren't killers over right. in Bellator in the heavyweight division like there are in the yeah. UFC. You don't have your there's, Derek Lewis. You don't yeah. have your Francis and Ganos. There's nothing so, over there really. There's... I think he'll be. There's there's not, there's not much over there for heavyweights, man. That's that's kind of where I was leading into is, are they is he going to get pushed to the moon because he's a named heavyweight yeah. that's coming from the UFC that a lot of people know and a lot of people a lot of people like, quite frankly. For sure, yeah. I definitely think he's going to. I think he's, yeah, he's gonna have to. He's gonna have a huge name behind him. But he'll, I, he's, he's like Roy McDonald, right? Like he'll probably, he'll get the guys that he gets, and he, he should get the wins he should get. I think it's, I think it's going to be okay for him. Uh, it'll, it'll extend his career a little bit more than what it would have been in, in the UFC. I think. Give him, let him pick up a few wins. Yeah, that's no doubt there. Yeah, the UFC, we were talking about earlier, the UFC didn't want him so much to the point where they didn't, they didn't 
re-sign him. They didn't uh, put into action their their no-compete clause for X amount of days, whatever it is, 90, 30, 60, right. 90, whatever it was. Um, they didn't put that in. They just said goodbye and get out, and we don't care what you do. We just we don't want you here, so go do whatever you want anywhere else. And they just let him go. That's how that's how little UFC thought of him. Well, I mean, here's here's some of the uh, the current Bellator heavyweights: Czech Congo, Joey Beltran, Vitaly Minikov, Bobby Lashley, Augusto Sakai, Justin Wren. Matt Mitrione, James Thompson, Sergey Karatanov, uh, Oli Thompson, Ken Shamrock, Dada Five Thousand. <laughs> please, please, Awarden, please give him Dada. Awarden Teixeira, <laughs> Fedor, and uh, Adam uh, Massachusetts. I guess is how you pronounce it. But there's that's just that's there's other ones on there that I didn't list. But that's that's the Bellator heavyweight division. So. Guys, you should know Czech Congo, Joey Beltran, Bobby Lashley. You know, just if you even know wrestling at all, not like he's really done much. Um, so, um, who's their heavyweight Ram, champion? They don't have one. Exactly, that's another point. Yeah, they they haven't they haven't named a heavyweight or had a heavyweight championship fight. I'm surprised <clears> they're <throat> not doing it. Plus, King Mo also competes at heavyweight um, sometimes right. for them. So, I wouldn't mind seeing Justin Wren get a shot to help uh, <laughs> further push him and his cause that he's got going on on the side projects. Well, fighting his side project, like his main thing that he does there with the uh, the pygmies. It'd be kind of cool to see him get these bigger name fighters to kind of get more people to watch him and get his cause pushed across. Because I mean, that guy's a fucking saint of the sport. Yeah, I don't really know a whole lot about Justin Wren. Actually, I think Justin Wren may have even lost to Roy Nelson, the Ultimate Fighter. Justin Wren was on the Ultimate that season with the Ultimate Fighter. Oh. Yeah, he was on the heavyweights. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I got where, you. That's where he got. That's how he got into the UFC there for his uh, for his cup of tea. I don't. I do. I watched that season and I don't remember him. So Kimbo, was, was Kim, uh, Kimbo was there too, wasn't he, in that one? Yeah, Kimbo was there, yeah. Brendan Schaub was there, Mitch Rillen was there, um, you know, uh, yeah, Big Country. I remember, like, this season. I watched it. I remember there was a couple other guys. The one guy, yeah, the one guy that Rampage, I fucking love Rampage. He was walking around called that one guy titties all the time because he fucking yeah. had... Just like the, the two most terrible man move you've ever seen on a guy. Yeah, he just called him titties all the time. But, yeah, I don't remember Justin Red at all. Yeah, Justin Wren, uh, in his book, he actually talks about um, when he was on the show, he was having a lot of problem with pain, and uh, he smuggled in uh, painkillers, and he's admitted that, like, like 50, uh, 60, probably 60% of the time that he was on camera, he was high out of his mind on painkillers and shit. Wow. Yeah, he, was, he, he was in a bad spot for the longest time. Yeah. If you, that's a, there's a book recommendation if anyone's actually interested in Justin Wren's story The Fight for the Forgotten which is also the name of his cause that's an amazing book to read I've read that book numerous times already 
eighty percent of the time I'm high on painkillers and I'm on the air, so what the hell? Right. I'm not really high. I'm I'm not really high on them. I just have a little bit in me. Um, 15 milligrams does not make me high. He's talking about probably 100 milligrams. I remember that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Like, you gotta think, like, what those guys go through. Oh, my God. Like, I, oof, I don't even want to imagine half the stuff those guys go through. I had, um, I had a test done at the U of M. This was way back in, it was 2010 before I had my hip replacement. In 2009, maybe, to, um... He couldn't remember the name of the guy, but and I was trying. I'm trying to look it back up to see uh, right on that time who was having hip injuries and, and hip issues. Uh, the guy that that performed the test said that several prominent UFC fighters have come in and done the same test to get almost the same test to find a fix for their hip to get them off of uh, painkillers. Specifically, that's how he told me. And it was a procedure, and I, I could have swore he said Rashad Evans is one. I don't know if Rashad had hip issues around that time or not, but um, there was this procedure that they do where they just they put a scope in through your hip, and they would suck out the like the arthritis, and any, gosh, I can't remember what it was. The it was, they'd suck out the arthritis, and, uh, and there's a a labrum piece of cartilage in there that they could fix that up. And in one fell swoop, and then pull it back out, and you could be awake the whole time while they did it. Um, so I did it, and I was—it it hurt like a motherfucker. I was awake and I was watching it, and it was cool. He said, and after I was done, he said, "Man, you 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 uh, you held on to that one uh, a lot better than the UFC guy." I said, "Man, I had one in here that was crying like a little girl. We had to put him to sleep to do it because he couldn't <laughs> handle the pain." I was like, that's oh, awesome. cool, that's that's all right, I'll take that. But I was trying to find who, and, you know, people that don't watch MMA, they think all of MMA is the UFC. So it could have been just an MMA fighter from a local gym. Might not have been a UFC fighter. You know, they just that's a blanket statement. If you fight MMA, you're a UFC fighter. So, right. So it, it could have been nobody in particular, but... Um, the procedure was awesome for me. It fixed up a lot of stuff, and but I just thought it was kind of neat that I could handle pain better than, in his words, a UFC fighter. I'll take that and help. But it was it was to help get these guys off painkillers for what was considered a very common uh, wrestler's injury. When you stop the shoot or you go in for the shoot, it's right in the hips, that cartilage inside your hips. The hips are a major, major component in uh, in wrestling and, and grappling and, and so on and so forth. So this this really, it's almost a non-invasive surgery, but you can't be completely uninvasive. But it was it was a great, great, great fix for me. And from what I hear, it's, uh, it's been a great fix for a lot of people's hips in the, in the game. Yeah, I, it was great, man. Right on. It was great. Have, uh, have you guys seen the list of uh, fighters that got released this week? I, I saw Cecilia and Tanaka, but that was the only two that I saw. So there's um, two fighters on the list that are retired. <laughs> of course. 
which doesn't really make any sense. But uh, yeah, I was looking at something somebody posted in a group, and it was like <laughs> the, it, it, the list included Patrick Cote and Brad Pickett, who both retired. Uh, uh, yeah. Alison, Alessandro Ricci, Alex Enlund, Daniel Jolly, uh, Reginaldo Vieira, Michael Graves, Rowan Cannonero, Gareth McClellan, which was kind of surprising, Scott Ashcombe, uh, Viscardi Andrade, Sam Cecilia, the, uh, the aforementioned Patrick Cote and Pickett, uh, Victor Pesta, Rick Walsh, and Mayday McDonald. Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, released a while ago, wasn't he? Didn't he? Was he the one that had an issue with the UFC and he said, like, release me or something? He had a big fight with them. And... He asked for it, but I don't think he ever got his release. Okay. Until now. Right. So. Oh, um, I didn't see this. Um, that happened after the fights tonight that uh, Gus popped the question to his old lady. Yeah, you didn't hear me talk about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have zoned out when I was I was looking up uh, stuff to download at the time. I was uh, oh, not yeah, really that was when we talking about the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, uh, was re- kind of zoned out. Started, yeah, I yeah. Was... I said I was saying something about because she looks like a she looks like Swedish Anna Kornikova. She's freaking gorgeous. And, oh my goodness! And they just had a little girl too, so he's like living the high life right now. Yeah, man. Yeah, he uh, he was doing his post fight interview. And I guess he had already talked to Dan Hardy about it or something. I don't know. So Dan was like, hey, everybody be quiet. He's got one more thing to say. And then he called in his uh, his girlfriend. And while she was walking into the cage, you could see him on, on the camera messing with the box. And then he right. Turned, turned and asked her. Wow, yeah, that's good on him. Yeah, congratulations. See, now now you want DC to beat John Jones so that Gus can go off and get that title now too. He have they all have the nice wife, the little kid, he gets the belt and just walk off into the sunset. Hey man, nobody you you want DC to beat John Jones. I don't. Because I know that John Jones is gonna destroy Gus if they fight again. Let me tell you, man, nobody took it to John Jones like Gus. Nobody. That doesn't say that's not saying that he beat him. I'm just saying that right. Gus took it to him. No, absolutely. M- more imagine, or better. Or... Was actually training before the fight. I know. Different than Ben. Uh, and and Gus is a far better. You know, he's a better fighter. Now, I'm not. And I'm not saying he can beat him at all, or he did, or he could, or he should, or whatever. He just he was the guy that made Jones look human again. Even on right. coke and and sandblasting hookers and not practicing training <laughs> and doing whatever the fuck you wanted to do, whenever the fuck you wanted to do it, he still looked like Superman against anyone else that they put him against. Not Gus. He didn't look like Superman against Gus. No, he didn't, and he was supposed to just walk all over. Gus. Yeah, man. Well, he all, he didn't look well. No, that's that was after the suspension of the the OSP fight. He didn't look great, but that was uh, different circumstances. Yeah, that was more of a weight thing. That, that that was some stuff went on with him. You know, yeah, too much too much weightlifting. And, uh, that's where sandblasting came in. Yeah, it was just that was a stupid time for him. Right. Uh, yeah. Gus made him look real, man. Gus made him look human, and we sat there. I was. I was, I'm pretty sure I was ever watching that one, and 
I was with, uh, and me and David were sitting there just just staring at the screen like I can't believe Gus is doing this to Jones. Me and Everett's brother David, we were just, we were in awe and shock. Like, I this is this is not possible. We legit, yeah. we legit thought at the end of that fight that we were going to see a new champ. Like we was like, wow, he beat him. He actually beat John Jones. And I did. I thought it at the time. I said so I back and watched and thought, okay, he probably didn't. But at the time, meh. yeah, I uh, sorry, go on, Jeff. You go first. I, I didn't get to watch that uh, that one live, so I was actually reading like live tweets of it as it was going down. So I'm like reading all these different people's opinions of what's going on live before the announcement got read, and I had no idea who the fuck won the fight. You know, until it was official, but you, right. know, you had one person going, that was clearly Gustafson, and this was, and then another writer is like, oh, this is Jones's fight. You know, and it was it was split 50-50 on Twitter. Like, everybody had no idea, so that was really a fucking crazy one to be following on Twitter and not seeing live. Definitely. That was, um, yeah, when I watched it live, I, I was, like, you guys, like, I thought, oh, like, I think Gus may have won. But the more I've watched in the past, or since the fight, rather, um, I almost feel like I thought Gus had won almost because I hadn't seen Jones put into that situation. And watching it back and forth, I mean, Gus definitely won definitely won some rounds, but I think that me personally, I overreacted after that fight thinking that Jones had lost. You know, it was just, yeah, it was just everybody kind of caught up in the moment because nobody had done any of that to John Jones. And he, str- he does struggle right. with, with guys that are close to his height or taller than him. Because, that, you know, that's what showed, I was about to say, yeah. It showed with, still with OSP that was part of his struggle is he doesn't have, he can't use his range like he does with other fighters, so. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I remember going into that fight, everyone's like, oh, same, uh, oh, similar height, similar reach, and I was thinking, it's John Jones, but to your credit, Jeff, like he said, like it, he definitely struggled when he couldn't use that advantage that he normally has. Yeah, I've always been more intrigued of that rematch between him and Jones. And I mean, I wanted wanted the DC Jones rematch just to shut DC up, but Jones right. completely dominated that fight, so. There's no real reason for it except for that DC has the fake belt and John needs to go get it. But I always wanted them to run back that Gustafson fight. <clears throat> and if he hadn't gotten clapped out by Rumble right away, he would have probably gotten it. Well, I was surprised that they didn't do the rematch um, after the Manawa fight. I thought they were going to be like, try to use the... Like, not, not not to to downplay Manawa, but use a lesser fighter to kind of show what Gus can do again. Like he lost a razor close decision to Jones, but watch, oh, first round starches this guy. Let's now let's see what happens when he has a second chance with the champ and he knows how the champ fights. So I thought they were gonna go with that angle and for whatever reason it just never played out injury. I think Gus did too, but yeah, then whatever, and then Cormier popped up. So. He may get another shot. Gus may get another shot at him after after this. That's what it's I would say that Gus Gus should have had that 
belt around his waist after the DC fight because I, I mean, I have never once watched that fight where I thought the DC convincingly won that fight. I didn't either. I really, really, really thought that was Gus's belt that night. Um, I think I haven't watched that fight in a while. I need to go back and watch it. I thought I had DC. It was, it was definitely close. Yeah, if, I, if I'm remembering right, I, yeah. I think I I think that the judges had the damage thing. You know, like like uh, like when I had what Sean had said the other night about you no know, um when you blow on Rashad's eyebrows you'll bleed. You know, Gus gets hit, he bleeds a little bit more. So the judges start thinking like that DC's dominating around that didn't. Right. Yeah. I forgot that Sean brought up that Rashad eyebrow thing. I really like that. Like that was that one analogy about that, like, from that conversation. Like I took that and actually, so I've been like really like using that in my brain the last couple of days. Like thinking, just thinking about other fights and how different things could have been for a career this way or that way because of a sure. right. Oh yeah, stupid judge because oh oh he's bleeding. He must be hurt. Well, not really. Like mm, scar tissue, man. The Diaz, the Diaz brothers, man. Neither one of them. You you barely touched their eyebrows and. Yeah. Bloop. Blood. That's it. Yeah, you can't, yeah. I mean, you can't really, it's, you can't do it on a visual thing because it's, some people bruise easier the way that their blood flows. Some people uh, exactly. bruise yeah. easier because of, of the way that their, their, uh, their skin is thicker than someone else's skin, quite literally. I mean, just, it, it doesn't mean that more damage was done, it just, that's just physiology of their body. So it's it's really right. difficult. That's why I don't believe dam you know that kind of that kind of damage shouldn't be rule an official rule. Damage done should be more of. Um, if, if it's damage done, when, like, say you take someone down, and you whoop their ass for mm-hmm. three and a half minutes in a yeah. round, and when they stand up, like um, like Yair, that's the kind of damage you should take into consideration because. He was dominated during the fight, and he shows it. It wasn't like one punch split him open. He was on his back eating elbows. Yeah, yeah, right. And when he stood up, it was like, oh, yeah, those landed. Yeah, yeah, no shit, man. No shit. I'm watching, uh, scrolling through my my feed of old school wrestling, and I'm watching uh, the Giant Silva versus Jerry the King Lawler, 1998 from Memphis Wrestling. Wow. Giant Silva. Silva. Yeah. This was so terrible. This was uh Gigante? Uh no, that was um um George Gonzalez. Giant yeah, Giant Silva came a little later. He wasn't part of the oddities. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. So they were the they were still part of the WWF then, but uh Jerry Lawler still had his little Memphis uh thing down in uh uh, it wasn't called Memphis Wrestling. It was something else. No, Smoky Mountain. Uh, Power Pro, Power Pro Wrestling. It wasn't even. It okay. wasn't even Smoky Mountain it was, yet. Wasn't even Smoky. No. Hmm. Nope. This was called Power Pro Wrestling, and it was small. There's only like fifty people in the arena, uh, and like one one camera on either side of the ring. No hot. No uh, solid camera. Nothing. So, oh, really? yeah, it was, it was more like a training facility, like what NXT is today. 
you know, what okay. uh, what Ohio what Ohio Valley uh, Ohio Valley ended up being and Smoky Mountain what they ended up being is like a training facility. So I see this here and it's uh it's uh the king and the cat. Remember the cat, his wife, his ex-wife. Oh yeah. Uh, she went topless on a pay-per-view or something for like briefly, yep. you know, a couple seconds. That, that's the only reason why I remember her. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> But it's it's I love watching these old old school wrestling feeds, this uh, from from these old channels that I uh, these groups that I'm a part of. It's 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 interesting to look back at some of these things and uh, and see the 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 guys before they make it to the WWF and they, and they change their their gimmicks and they change their world around. See where they came from, where they started from, and. And how hungry they were, because you know that these guys weren't making shit for money working in front of fifty people. They're making ten bucks. They're making gas money. Right. You know. Jerry Lawler's taking ninety percent of the cut. Oh one. yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. Lawler wasn't gonna starve. Rightfully so. I mean, the guy fucking built everything down there. He has Memphis. I'm surprised that he hasn't done any any um, politics. You know, he tried. He failed. He tried. Yeah. yeah. He, he lost. He ran for mayor of Memphis and was like, I think it was mayor of Memphis. I might be wrong, but he ran for mayor of something and it did not go well for him at all. Yeah, I no. thought that was like like a long time ago. I thought I I, I guess I thought it been something again or more recent or right. <sighs> I first I only know about it because I saw the story of. Um, of wrestlers who got into politics it was like a feature on in some website um because kane's running for mayor of whatever yeah mm-hmm. so they went back and they were doing like like jesse ventura and, and jerry king lawler and, and the guys that have actually tried to make office and who did well and who didn't jesse ventura said on the joel rogan podcast if donald trump wins the presidency he will run in four years uh as president in the independent party against him and whoever else. The Rock versus Donald Trump versus Jesse Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that your presidential candidacy choices? Yeah, and and yeah, The Rock. <laughs> the Rock wants to run, so yeah, The Rock, Jesse Ventura, Donald Trump. But Donald Trump's not going to make it four years, right? So you don't have to really worry with that. I hope he does just to just so I can see that that presidential ballot in my lifetime. Can you imagine if it came down to the Rock or Jesse Ventura for presidency, though? Oh, the promos would be great. You'd have like guys. You'd have like they, you know for when they do the debates, they would have to. Uh, for the, the moderator would have to be uh, Mean Gene Okerlund, right? That would be so great, dude. So fucking great. Gene <laughs> <laughs> G comes out, he puts the mic into the rock. The rock just grabs the microphone. And, you know, what, what's your what's your take? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter what your take is. It doesn't matter what your take is, Jabroni. And he'd have Jesse Ventura. Now he, you know, he'd walk out there with his bandana on and well, well, listen here, okay? I'm just fucking just start ripping uh, into Trump and the right. I, I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> I think that's the name of his book. I ain't got time to bleed. His one line in, in The Predator. 
Oh, hi, Carla. Wants Hello. Carla. Want to say hi? Hi. Hi, hi Carla. Carla. Can you say hi. Can you say hi, Dave? Hi, Dave. Can you say hi, Jeff? Hi, Jeff. Hi, Carla. Hello, sweetheart. They say hi. Hi. No, they say hi. We say hi, too. Hi. We say hi back. <laughs> Carla, here. You say bye, average Joes? Ow. Say bye, average Joe. Oh, did you bump your head? Okay, here, someone say, Carla, come here. Say, bye, average Joes. Bye, average Joes. Oh, that's oh. the most adorable thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so adorable. <laughs> I'm going to take that little sound bite and, and use it on so many different things. No shit. That new intro, or our new uh, intro. <laughs> that's lovely. See if I can rip, <laughs> rip that out of there and use it in the random places, so... Oh, let me see here. Where, where are we at? Let's play. Let's play a game. You, would you like to play a game? Back to the jigsaw. Would you would like? You to, like? Would you like to play a game? Oh God, yeah. Now goes full circle back to jigsaw. What was the What was What was the jigsaw thing? That was that was the picture that Magana put oh. up <laughs> with Cyborg. And put some. Rest- and she got it. And she got it. Booted. You're right, she did. Brandon Vera said, hit the bricks. Called her a cunt and everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I posted that cunt hit the bricks thing to our page. Love that. Like, from Brandon Vera. Like, the fact that so much she stood up from her team and said, no, like, you can't do this. Like, that's amazing. Like, nobody has said shit. Thing. Like, none of her friends have even, like, back, her and Beck Rollins were super tight. Beth Rollins hasn't fucking said anything. Well, Beth Rollins is going to sell the tape of her getting rocked. Like, Beck's trying to make money off of that. She hasn't sold it yet. She's trying. She's trying, she, she's trying to get Yeah, TMC. she was trying to get TMC to get it, but then somebody else's fucking thing leaked, and it's not a very good angle, but it's out there. Uh, oh, man. Love that yeah. she got 13 booter. That, that's what you fucking get. Yep. Yep. Her and Kyle, speaking of Kyle, her and Kyle have been we're going back and forth pretty hard on Twitter for a while. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, they were they were having it out. He was talking about it on the episode that Dave was on. Yeah, took, we kept coming up with random names for her because he was he yeah, didn't even, he didn't even know her name her was Magna. Ma- he he thought her name was Magna. Yeah, he kept calling her Angela Magna. So <laughs> many for a name that looks like it would be easy, I've heard, like, a, a hundred thousand different pronunciations for whatever reason. I don't know well, I don't know why. I, I feel like every time I listen to a, a show, the name is pronounced differently. I've only ever really heard of Magana, so that's what I always went with. Yeah, that's what I've always gone with, too. Fucking shitty fighter with the cute ass. Who gets rocked when she tries to step up to someone that she shouldn't? Oh my God! I saw the greatest thing on Twitter yesterday. Jesus Christ! Chris Cyborg and Gabby Garcia singing fucking karaoke in Portuguese. No. What? <laughs> Where did you see this? On Twitter. Let me see if I can find it and just play the audio for you guys because it's great. 
give me one second. Talk talk amongst yourselves for a moment. Yeah, wow, that's that's gotta be the most. Oh, they that's did add, they did add well, buffalo man. fucking wild wings. <laughs> I gotta think of a, I gotta think of a game for us to play. Maybe I'll do something like uh, music Mount Rushmore or or no, I know what I'd do. Pick a fighter from UFC, WC, Strike Force, and Pride. That could be fun. Ooh, okay. That could be fun. Uh, Mount Rushmore of that. And uh, I'm probably gonna need like three days to think. So talk <laughs> <most> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll give you time for that one. We'll. we'll... Yeah, yeah. Can you guys hear this? No. No. Damn it. Damn it. I can kind of hear like something very faint in the background, but very, very faint. I can't really make it out. Oh God. I'm I'm gonna tweet the link right now. So. Just go watch it. Look up for that one, yeah. Yeah, it's out there now. I just retweeted it. Wow. That's got to be the greatest thing ever. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, being a little sarcastic. Shocking. The guy, <laughs> uh, like Tony, Tony and, and uh, Todd Bobby were over here last night, and I was just like playing it on my phone so they couldn't see what it was. And they right. were both just looking at me like, what in the actual fuck? Like, what, what is that horrible sound? And I'm like, oh, that's just thinking. And they're dancing, too, so that's really awkward. Oh, man. And apparently there's a video out there of Gabby Garcia beating Cyborg's boyfriend in an arm wrestling match. Well, I mean, that's... I just re- I'm pretty I just sure re- that Gabby could beat many, many men in an arm wrestling contest. I just retweeted that, too, so... Go watch that. That one. <laughs> thirty thirty thousand point seven views. Thirty yeah, thirty point seven K. Jesus Christ. Wow. What did we are we still at nineteen? I don't think we've grown I, I don't think we've yeah, yeah. raised up at all. I think we're pretty much where we're gonna be. I have no idea. I haven't looked at it. But yeah, I would assume probably. I think I like I to take a look every couple of days just to uh, just to see, but I don't think we're gonna go anywhere. I don't think I think we're pretty much uh, at our peak right now. It was like nineteen thousand and and some change uh, the last time I looked. So let me load this up here. Oh, yeah, we're at the same nineteen thousand and some change. Nice. I'll stay. I'll be happy with that. Um, yeah, I ain't got nothing this week, boys. Let's just call it a lazy day. Get the hell out of here. Good to me. That sounds like a plan. We'll do, uh, we'll do a game next time. Yeah, what the hell? If we have time, we'll do it. If not, uh, we won't. We can always give, you want to give that Mount Rushmore a whirl or? No, we'll do it next time because I want some time to study on it, so. All right, yeah, that sounds like a better plan. I just, I just came up with it, but it's one that I think I want. I like that Yeah, it's more of a. What I want to look up stuff on, because at the top of my head I couldn't think of uh, a couple of them. So. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Strike Force is gonna be a tough one for me. Yeah, it's, yeah. I it's... didn't watch. I didn't watch much Strike Force, so. That's where I'm at too. I was just when I thought of it, I was like, oh, we could do a Mount Rushmore. That would be the first four that I would think of. Other than you know, you could swap out right. Strike Force and Bellator, but I don't want to do that. I'd rather have Strike Force in there than Bellator. What about yeah. Elite XC? You know, I, I, when I think of the, when I think of four, you know, it's it's UFC, Pride, WEC, and Strike Force. That's the four yeah, that that I'd want to make 
uh, I'd want to put well, up there. That's, that is where we're at now, pretty much with UFC. Like those are those four, like old school UFC, Strike Force, WBC, Pride is where we're at today in, in UFC. Like, so that that would definitely make the most sense. Yep, Ryan, got anything last you want to say? Uh, yeah, to, to, well, to both of you guys and your lovely families and to all of the Americans that listen to the show. Uh, I hope all of you guys have a very happy Memorial Day. Enjoy your day tomorrow. To all the veterans from the states that have served your country, thank you very much for everything that you guys have done. And uh, that, that's it, guys. Jeff, what you got? Awesome. Yeah, happy Memorial Day to everybody. Uh, enjoy, do some cooking. Thank you to the veterans. Uh, Ryan, tell your sister-in-law I said hi. <laughs> yeah. and, a, what's, what's that? and a wink. Yeah, we have, we, look, 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 we have Emily right here. Look. Em. <laughs> Come say hi. Here. Put her on. You're on the Average Joe's. Hi, Average Joe's. Hey, Hello. how you doing? Guys are I'm fighting for your love. doing great. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Way to, way to make it awkward, Ryan. Yeah. Hey, that's what I'm here for. He's very good at that. Yes, he is. <laughs> we, know, we know. He's not good at much else, so <laughs> let him have that. Yeah. So, All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. I'm working with a three-year-old here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that yeah. note, there's not much else I need to say. Yeah, I think we can end it on that note. Jeff Shanahan, <laughs> Ryan Dempsey, his sister-in-law, his cute daughter, David Van Boglen, not a podcast podcast. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>